Hello, everybody. Welcome to Aimless and Arbitrary. We're your chronically curious hosts. I'm Brett. And I'm Christina. Welcome to the Hot Mess Express. Choo-choo! <laughs> that one was better than no. our last one. Yeah. We record two a day, so our last one where I basically forgot how to intro us, that happened it's like right. an we hour had to, ago. You know, get warm up to it again. <laughs> now we're... Yeah, no, we still fucked up really kind of at the beginning. We were asking Josh to like cue us in. He's like, I don't really have to do that anymore. And we're like, but, but do we it. need to I do need it. it. <laughs> we need a cue, like action. Otherwise, we're just going to keep talking randomly. <laughs> yeah. We don't have a problem with keeping a conversation going. It's just when do we need to focus it? <laughs> so it has a clean start. Yeah. So welcome back, everybody. Hope you're doing well. Yes. We have some checkup check-ins, checkups, like you're We're at the, the doctor. doctor. <laughs> <laughs> um, one thing I've been noticing recently that is related to this podcast mm-hmm. is the anxiety of posting something when you know people are going to hear it or look at it or listen to it. Yeah, and have their own opinion. Yes. So I haven't posted any of this to my personal social, Same. social it's media. It's a ghost podcast in it's, our life. <laughs> yeah, for real. Um, because I just... Don't. Now that I think about it, it makes it sound like I don't have supportive people in my life. But it's like I know that there are lots of people who would just like make fun of me forever doing this, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and give me a lot of shit. And I just like don't. I can don't want to deal with it. There are certain people that I'm like have already given me shit yeah. that I expected it from, and I was like, okay, whatever. <laughs> I'm doing it anyway. <laughs> Listen to me. Um, but other people, I'm just like, mm, I don't need you to know that I'm deciding to do this. Yeah. I'm just too anxious about I've what been, it is that you're going to be saying. I tell people verbally so I can like walk them through it and talk to them, but mm-hmm. I have not posted anything being, Hey, by the way, this is what we're doing. Yeah. And I did a correction on the last episode where I talked about how I sounded like a shithead when I made that comment about new year's resolutions or the gym specifically. And like, I, after I listened to it, was anxious literally for the whole week after of like, oh my God, I can't believe I said that. And now other people are going to listen to me saying that. Even though I recognize that what I said now, that hearing myself is stupid. But it's just like, how do famous people live like this? We're not even famous. We're not even even close to being considered popular. (laughs) I would say right now it's, we have a podcast. That's it. There's no like it's not, we have we a podcast know. with a platform of blank listeners. Like, no. Yeah. We're just we just have a podcast and some people around have decided that we are fun enough to listen to that we and we don't know them. And we Thank love you. you for listening to us um and joining us here. But like just thinking about doing that, just to five people, if it was just even five people, like this is why people don't like public speaking. But it's so much anxiety around yeah. it and nervousness like imagine this will connect also to our other catch-up okay. which is like imagine being the kardashians mm. where you post something and millions of people are gonna see it and have all their opinions and like everything you say millions of people are gonna hear about it like i would literally be incapacitated. <laughs> yeah. I would not be able to do anything. And so I with our sleep, small group of friends, we are still too chicken shit to post yes. <laughs> saying what we're doing. I literally don't even have a big following on my personal accounts and I still won't post Most- to them. I'm like, that's too many people. <laughs> and then we start a podcast. Wow. Oh, what speaking was- of, sorry, uh, s- personal social medias. 
The holiday season must have been lonely out there in the scamming world. I got three sugar daddy DMs over the holiday break. What? Three. And I'd forgot. I like I didn't notice because you know how now Instagram like tucks them in that separate category. Like you don't see when you go to your messages. Mm-hmm. And so I had seen it said like one message. And I was like, yeah, I clicked. There was three. And Damn, one got girl. flagged. Like there's like so within the like people you don't know folder mm-hmm. then if they say something that's like particularly vulgar or scammy that the algorithm catches it goes in a subfolder where it's like you don't even have to read it if you don't want to we flagged it you can just delete it three i noticed last night and <laughs> i was just like no my account is locked down private yeah like, mine too i was like no that won't be changing i don't care Mm-mm. if we get like so I think when you look at people's follower things, you're like, oh, they only have like a thousand followers. A thousand people is a lot of fucking it's a, people. It's a lot of people. <laughs> That's a lot of people. Imagine having millions. I feel like the the measurement has changed. But when you're the one doing it, a thousand seems like a lot of fucking yes. people. Um, I don't care if we get a thousand followers, a hundred thousand followers, 10 million followers. My social media is staying private. <laughs> Our personal stay private. Aimless and arbitrary. Maybe what we post on there would... Get a little, little more, more personal. Yeah, but like, but no. even then, just like, listen no. to our podcast if you want to hear about us. Yeah, <laughs> that's about it. I was just thinking, I was like, I, I didn't get any sugar daddy DMs. Nobody wants to. I mean, I'm not trying to take. Wait, are that. you looking it up yeah, right now to see if you have any? Um, like, I'm not up for that, but I feel sort of sad that I didn't get any. And then I was gonna, I went to look to be like, yeah, but when's the last time I posted a picture of myself on Instagram? <laughs> yeah. Uh July. Mine was in October. <laughs> oh, of yourself? Yeah, did like, you post in October? Yeah, but not of myself. Oh, got it. I post I've posted pictures since then. I posted pictures of the outdoors from hiking. Mm-hmm. I posted a picture of the plane from our trip. And then I posted like a 2021 recap video thing. And the most you really see of me, except for on one little video, is like my hands. <laughs> Oh, no, there's two videos where you can actually see my face. Yeah, I mean, I don't view it as an ego stroke at all that I got sugar daddy requests because to me, they're like spam callers. Like, they're just... And also, I mean, is there really an actual person on the other end who wants to be a sugar daddy? Probably not. Most likely not. They probably just want you to send nudes so they can go, like, mass distribute them or something. Yeah, so, like, no. You consented because you sent it to me. (laughs) Yeah, so I was just like, "Mm mm-mm. But I just was like, what... I never prior to this I've only had one other one so I was like what Uh, happened in the holiday season the funny thing the most times that I get requests or like message requests sent to Mm -hmm. me is whenever Josh there's a bleep coming up just because it's going to be too complicated to explain it without it is whenever I post a picture with and Mm -hmm. tag her in it someone in her family friend requests me (laughs) or messages me because I went to send her another thing of like, you're the only mutual person I have with this. Who is this? And when I went to go do it, I realized that the last time I messaged her privately was the same thing. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm like, that's the only time I really get messages or requests from people I don't know. Yeah. I, I just don't get it. I just think it's weird. And I only read one fully. The other ones I just kind of skimmed. And it was just, they're just such awkward messages. Oh, I get lots of sugar daddy emails. 
<laughs> yeah, I don't get the emails. I, I don't know what you did. Where your email address is out. But. I swear to God, guys, I did not subscribe to any porn websites. I didn't do any. So like, if you, oh, if you she? know me, I feel I like know, it would is not, not really surprising not. at all that I would not have any of those things. So I don't know where they're coming from. But I get so many like, sugar daddies mew you. And it's like, what the? No. Okay. No, no. thanks. And I just, they go straight to spam and then I just empty spam. They're gone. Yeah. Interesting. That's less of an ego stroke, though, because it's not based on my look. They just got my email address. So they're just <laughs> casting the net out. But yeah. What was our Kardashian ketchup? The Kardashian ketchup. Well, one, our good friend Caitlin told us about. She gave us an update via text for the podcast. Mm-hmm. And it's about how Kanye West is now dating a model. And he did the same. Like, he's doing the same shit with her that he did with Kim, where he is, like, updating her wardrobe and everything. So he, like, filled a hotel suite with new clothes and accessories for her to be like, here's a new look. He's just dating people to be free models for Yeezys. I think he also, like, like they have to be built in his image of what they should look like. Yeah. Which is like, bleh. It is weird. I did see a thing. So YouTube has this new thing where it's like YouTube shorts. Mm-hmm. And you, it's basically like Instagram reels yeah. or TikTok. Literally everyone's doing it now. Yeah. Clearly, because it's pretty successful. TikTok is huge. But anyway, I was scrolling through them where like I scroll on literally every social media type platform. And there was one of Kim on a podcast um, where she was talking about how she got offered to do an advertisement on Instagram for a million dollars. Oh, talking about like the Yeezy for knockoffs. A brand, and it was Yeezy knockoffs. It was with Ashley Graham. Graham. The, no. No, no, no. Yeah. Yes. The model. Yeah. The mm-hmm. who just had twins. Yes. Yes. Um. And how, like, Kanye was, like, she asked permission. She was, like, what do you think? Like, a million dollars, that's a lot of money. And he's, like, I would really prefer if you did not do that. Understandable is knockoffs of his brand. And she's married, was married to him at the time. Yeah. And then, like, for Valentine's Day or whatever, he, like, gave her a million dollar check for, like, being For turning down, yeah. And, like, shares of Yeezy's company. Like, a million dollars worth of shares in Yeezy's is what I think. Yeah, so that she had, like owned a percentage of the company and yeah. or whatever. And all the people in the comments on that YouTube short, because the comments is always where I go, were like, wow, why would she even consider doing that? Like, she's a gold digger for only really being impressed by the million dollars and like yada, yada, blah, blah. And I was like, you trying to tell me you wouldn't sell your soul for a million dollars? Because I bet you fucking a would. A million dollars is a lot of money. Even to a Kardashian, a million dollars is, is a, lot a lot of money. Yes. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, she didn't just do it. She was tempted and then asked, and he said no, and then that was the end of it. She said no. The fact that she said no to a million dollars for, like, a social media post is a lot. Yeah, and it's not like it would just be her million dollars. It would be their million dollars. So I guess the thing is with this model is I think they started dating just a few days after Kanye, like, had that concert where he, like, sang to her. In front of everybody. I so I think what, you know, he sang to her, she asked to be declared legally like single in the courts because he wasn't responding to any of the divorce paperwork. Mm-hmm. Then he got pissed off and is now doing the show with this model. But I would what I was I would love to have peek inside Kanye's brain. I feel like it'd be so chaotic. Like what? What is the thought process? And we'll never know because he mm-hmm. will. Well, you know, he might. He seems to be very out there with everything recently. But, like, 
I want to know, like, why? Why make, like, a public statement, basically, to your love for Kim and how you want her back and then date someone else seven days later? Doesn't really uh, hold the message up. No. If he if his opinions change again, it's not like she's going to forget. Yeah. And how does that model feel? I don't, I don't know. know. I wouldn't feel great about that. No, that's not shit to her for dating Kanye after this happened. But I feel like it would breed insecurity yes. to realize that the person you're dating literally made like a public love message to Kim Kardashian a week prior a week before like mm-hmm. or just you know their ex-wife <laughs> yeah <laughs> literally seven days before you started dating I'd be like uh oh unless she's just in it to bang then great. And have and she got a whole new wardrobe out of it so that's cool yeah <laughs> you know whatever makes her happy but and then the other Kardashian ketchup is you know all the stuff with Chloe and Tristan so it was the paternity test came in. Maury show, dun dun dun. Tristan you are is the, the father. father. And so then he made a post on Instagram saying, like, okay, so maybe I lied, guys. Um, so I am the dad. So maybe blah, 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 I blah. lied. I mean, that's not what he said, but like that's <laughs> that's my rewrite of his mm-hmm. Instagram post. And then he was like, and I'm really sorry to Courtney. Sorry, Courtney, <laughs> Chloe. <laughs> To Chloe, because she's great and incredible and everything that I've done to her and treating her like literal trash is because of me and not her. She's great. Sorry. Is essentially what his post was. Uh, Anyone who thinks that he did that because Chloe, anyone who thinks that a person cheats because the other person is trash is just like, what? No, because there's a thing called a breakup. You do that and then you're not cheating. Yeah. So if it's of a flaw of the other person, you break up and then it's not. Yeah. But if you're like, that person is great and I still want more, then you cheat. And that's a you problem. Yep. But so I just pretty, you know, sad news. I guess uh, Courtney did send Chloe flowers that I guess Chloe put on her Instagram. So it got like noted that Courtney had sent her flowers and support. But. Whatever. But now we know a little bit more about the whole Tristan stuff. He acknowledges how, like the baby's his. But that's kind of shitty because the baby's been born and he's only now saying I'm the dad. Mm-hmm. And the kid's going to know. Like he's going to grow up and everyone's gonna be like, oh, yeah. So your dad refused to acknowledge you for a month. How's that feel? Yikes. I hope no one ever says that to the children. But you know they will. Ugh, it's like. suck. Yeah. It's like, uh, like the Beyonce Jay-Z stuff where Jay-Z was in an interview um, I think it was in the, like, My Next Guest Needs No Introduction uh, show on Netflix. He, like, Jay-Z even talked about it. He's like, yeah, one of the hardest parts is knowing that my kids are going to have to answer for it because of our, like, because I'm a celebrity, they are going to know when it's, like, it's not something I can sweep under the rug and have it just work out between me and Beyonce. Mm. And I'm like, yeah, real fucking sucks. Yep. I would not want to be a celebrity kid. Like, I wouldn't want to be a celebrity and I definitely would never ask to be a celebrity's child. Yeah, no. There's just, there seems like there's a lot of perks to being famous. And it might sound like really hypocritical since we're starting a podcast. But we we're never going to make it famous. Like, yeah. we're not going to make it. We're not going to make it to a point where people are going to be digging into our pasts and like wanting to know no. everything and like coming out the woodworks like they're going to make $100,000 for giving them some dirt on us. Like, we are aware we'll never make it that big. And Bless up for that. Yeah, I don't. I want to be like a tiny. Like, like if occasionally like I could a, buy a bottle of wine. Yeah, that, I want to be a middle ground podcaster. 
We, you know, like the whole like shoot for this, like shoot for the stars or whatever. Yeah. That it's like thing? aim for the moon, settle aim for the stars, stars or whatever. Yeah. We're like aim for like the middle of the pack and mm-hmm. literally hit the eject button if we go anywhere past. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, like I said, I will be incapacitated. I will not be able to sit here and talk if I thought that many people were listening to yeah. us. Though, you know, if a lot of people listen to us, we still love you. Um, yeah, we just do. Just be nice to us, I guess. Otherwise, we'll disappear yeah, be because nice we'll be so anxious. <laughs> um, the other thing is our man, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I did see about Responded this. to Vin Diesel's plea. So we brought that up in another podcast where yeah. like, Vin Diesel was like, come on, man. Like, don't We're hold family. back. And... Don't let other things distract you. Yeah, there's a thing on CNN where it says, Johnson told CNN Thursday he spoke to Diesel privately in June about there being no chance he'd return. So he was surprised when Diesel shared an Instagram post in November begging him to come back. Vin's recent public post was an example of his manipulation, said Johnson. I'd like that he brought up his children in the post. I didn't like that he brought up his children in the post, as well as Paul Walker's death. Leave them out of it. We had spoken months ago about this and came to a clear understanding. So Dwayne was not happy. Yeah, I feel like there's not we're not going to have another Dwayne Fast and Furious. Yeah. And it seems like extra now. Yeah. I mean, I would be, even if there hadn't been a private conversation, if someone made a post like that, mm-hmm. especially as a celebrity, I would be pissed. I'd be like, why the fuck would you get all these humans involved? There's this thing called a phone. Answer it if you want to talk to me directly. Don't yeah. try and bully me with the public. Yeah. And like when you look at it from that perspective, it is manipulative because it's like I'm letting the whole world know now that you're yeah. refusing to do this. Mm-hmm. And hopefully they can pressure you into doing it. Dwayne, our man's, he don't give in to no peer pressure. Nope. He can handle it. He says, I said I wasn't going to do it and I'm not going to do it. Say no to peer pressure, Dwayne. I still love you. I like the Fast and Furious movies, and I like you. Sponsor yeah. us. <laughs> what, what is he going to sponsor? His tequila company? You'll drink his tequila. <gasps> he has a tequila company? He is the man How of my did you dreams. not know this? It's called like Hermana or something. Or man. I love tequila. I think it's like called Her Earth or something. It's tequila like what it translates to. Yeah. my go-to. I said he's the man of my dreams, but I'm sorry, Dwayne. That spot is taken by Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> He's the real man of my dreams. He's the dating. Uh, who's the? Oh uh, shit! She's someone. Are you asking me for someone's name? Because Michael you know B. Jordan is dating the daughter, Steve Harvey's daughter. Ah, cool. Yeah, <laughs> she's beautiful. I can't remember yeah. her name. I know it is quite unfortunate that I have to reference her as Steve Harvey's daughter, but I also know that she dated P. Diddy and his son. Yeah, I do remember us talking about this. So. Um, I mean, she seems like a great gal. I guess Michael B. Jordan is dating her, which is, uh, you know, a endorsement enough for me because I love Michael B. Jordan. He likes anime. He's beautiful. He literally paid for a house for his parents. I don't think he has a tequila company, though. So Dwayne has to step up on him on that one. Christina's looking at something with. Yeah, I got an RSVP for, from the wedding. And it's someone who was a single invite and we gave him a plus one. What I don't I'm gonna have to like dig into the website to see what occurred. It said like blah 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 is attending, and blah 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 is also attending. Like it's not. So I gave him a blanket plus one. I did uh, like if he had brought someone, I would know who you would bring. 
Mm-hmm. So it should say like John Smith, John Smith plus one attending is what it should read. But what it says on my little email it says John Smith attending, John Smith attending, two are attending. Oh. And I'm like, Whoa. maybe they put it in wrong. Yeah. So I'm going to have to like look and see what was set up on the website because I would mm-hmm. be. Yeah. I'll have to figure it out. But that's just why I was just checking to see what it was. And then I was like, Ooh. The complications. Um, but yeah, that was our Dwayne catch up and our yeah. Michael B. Jordan seg um or deviation. The other interesting thing that happened, I need to open this article, is Oh yeah, the there was a woman breastfeeding a cat on, on an a airplane. Plane. Yep. I saw a smidgen of the video because it was a dude across the aisle from her that was like uh-uh, no way. <laughs> Nuh-uh. <laughs> and was, like, getting everyone involved. And people were, like, he was, like, like people were trying to say, like, show us what you're feeding, essentially. And she's like, <gasps> no. I I don't even really, if you're trying to look for your pop culture updates, you know, this podcast yeah, is not the no, place you want details. Off the cuff. But there is barely. This woman was breastfeeding a cat? Yeah. First of all, like full on how did she swaddled. train her cat to do that? I can't imagine a cat is just like, yeah, give me the nip. Drink up, buddy. <laughs> like, I don't think a cat's just going to do that to a person naturally. No. Also, well, I mean, maybe if it was like a, you know, like a kitten's removed young, so it still does the suckling motion. And then the other thing is, and she would have had to like put. Is there no issue with their digestive system from drinking human breast milk? Because animals, mammals, are not supposed to drink dairy past a certain age. Like, it's bad for them. Yeah. Which is why they say don't give cats milk and stuff. Because they're not really supposed to drink it past, like, their nursing. Yeah. So, if this cat was grown and drinking it, first of all, that's not good for them. Second of all, is there not any issue with the fact that it's human breast milk? We're the only mammals that drink milk from, like, a different creature. Yeah. As humans. Well, like, I mean, other animals don't do that. Not as a, like in their adulthood. Like, obviously, you've seen plenty of videos where, like, a, like a puma cub is being nursed by a golden retriever. Yeah. And it goes viral. Not under but, general circumstances yeah. do they drink from other animals. But it's just like, I wonder what was going through her head. And I mean, also, I feel like they're. I would die if I looked over and I saw a woman breastfeeding yeah. her cat. So on when an I airplane. watch the video, the guy is like, very adamant like he is not letting it go and i would not do that i would literally it would be one of those things where i'd be like what the fuck is happening i would make sure you knew and josh knew like i'd make sure we all thoroughly knew what was going on oh yeah i mean i wouldn't make her stop but i wouldn't like do anything like weird odd a hundred percent my business i guess not just odd yeah but the guy was like it is disgusting how yeah Yeah. i mean I wonder if PETA will get involved and say it's like animal cruelty. <laughs> yeah, I don't You're know. abusing your animal by forcing them to drink your tit milk. <laughs> like, I don't know, but it is just... It's, like, it's <laughs> just such imagine? a crazy Instead story. of throwing blood on her, they're going to throw milk on her? Yeah. Well, I guess... <laughs> like that whole story... Like the perspective of people were like, your pets are not your kids. Like she is literally treating that her cat. Like a ch- like, like her a, baby. An infant. I just can't imagine it's good for them. No, and also I'm wondering about your Not health because it's though, like, so. I mean, it is a milk duct. Like, shit's How going is she in producing and milk? Did she have a baby? I don't know. You also can take like vitamins and stuff to, yeah. My jaw dropped. Nobody else can see that, but yeah. what? You can take 
Yeah. You know, that would be a good way to make money because and you they can also, sell breast milk for a good yeah, amount of money. Yeah, I'm not for sure if you like take it. the like if you take the pills and everything if it's I mean, if, it's still oh, breast milk, but it doesn't want Yeah. stuff in their breast. I don't know. Well, I don't know. Would it I don't affect know. it at all? I just know that if you're like I again, speaking off the cuff, no research in this. The like really cool thing about breast milk is that when you're breastfeeding a baby, like if the baby's starting to get a cold, the breast milk changes to like help meet the baby's needs. So I'm wondering if you are not like actively breastfeeding a baby and you like took the vitamins and like supplements, hormone stuff to get breast milk generated, like how you're what it like what's stock breast milk when it's not responding to the needs of a baby is like my like I don't know. Oh. Cuz like that's why like your breast first it's like starts with colostrum which they call like liquid gold because it's like the really thick yellow breast milk and then it changes. Uh-huh. Brett is like, she's <laughs> like, like disgusted. <laughs> <laughs> but like. Also, the other part is, why do you want to do that? No, I don't know. People, but I still, I just like think- mommies out there talk about how miserable it is to breastfeed. Mm-hmm. You like, get clogged about, like, ducks. Your yeah. Nipples get dry and cracked. It and hurts. Also, ba- um, like cats as opposed to babies have teeth and kitten teeth are very sharp oh yeah like she got some puncture wounds on her titties <laughs> did you say puncture boobs puncture wounds puncture boobs puncture boobs well she does got some puncture boobs yeah, if she's like, feeding a full grown cat from her boob. yeah I don't know that is one thing I do not know if it was a cat or a kitten I don't either I, we does it really matter we not want to commit that much to reading it we'll link the we know it happened. article in the description so if you guys want to know more you can look but we're not going to do it yeah but I just thought that that was wild. Mm-hmm. On the zone of feeding things, update on Brett being an, a Yelp influencer. I got renewed. Yep. So I got to keep my badge. I tried to use my perks already, but I got denied both times because obviously everybody who got renewed is trying to do it. So we're trying. Fine. But I'm still a Yelp influencer. Boom, shaka. I wasn't it. too surprised that you still got it. Because I got it so close. Yeah, to you got it so close to the end of the year that I was like, what would have been their reasoning for why to give it to you and drop it off so fast? Yeah. Drop it off three months later. It's like I was still doing reviews. I haven't yeah. gone anywhere since like the holidays, but but we're working on it. We, I like somewhere. our um our Instagram like chats are really just food places. It's pets, like cute pet videos and food places in our yeah. area. Yep, that we want to go to. That's basically it. I was supposed to be able to get a free drink from one of the places I had already had bookmarked, but I'm on the wait list. Mm. So we'll have to see. If I don't get on it, I still want to go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if it was right now on your go list, pay for the it. plan was to go a... either way. Mm-hmm. But if something can be free, why not? Aww. Um. So this first little sidebar is related to our topic, which is why we rewatch shows and movies for comfort, which you would know because I think it's going to be the title of this episode yeah. is what we're mainly going to talk about. But related to Precursor. that, the shows we've been watching recently. Because we did holiday break. Um, like we said in the other episode, we were both exposed to COVID separately. Mm-hmm. But uh, so lots of TV was watched. Yes. Lots of TV was watched. Uh, we both watched season two of The Witcher. Yes. Christina didn't like it as much as I did. I really liked the first season, and I like so I liked the second season. So like, let's not get that part wrong. I didn't like it as much. I just didn't like it as much. I just felt like plotline wise, not much happened. See, I thought a lot happened. 
Yeah, I don't know. Like, like we found out so we found we found out what Siri is. Yes. Pretty much. Okay. So yeah. And like fucking spoilers coming. You know, if you don't want to listen to it, fast forward. Um so Hello friends. This is Josh speaking. If you'd like to skip the spoilers for season two of The Witcher airing on Netflix, then skip ahead to the 31 minute mark. Okay, thanks. Bye. We found out what Siri is, that she's like elder blood. Yes. Okay, that was like a big one. And has magic and can literally open portals to the different dimensions. Yes. And then like and they went to that desert looking place. Yeah, where the four horsemen of the apocalypse mm-hmm. are. No, 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 not the four horsemen. The the wild, the, the wild, wild hunt. Yeah. Is and they want her so that they can come out of like this Hell's abyss gate. land that yeah. they got stuck in when the convergence happened. Mm-hmm. Um Yennefer lost her fucking magic. Yeah. Yennefer then, was uh, I mean, she's always irritating. Yes. And she's then so like, conflicted, so it gets it's angry. Yeah, she is very conflicted. At the end, though, she was not anymore, which I thought was pretty satisfying. Like, she yeah. had a big character growth development happen. She just figured it out too late. Yeah. Which, I mean, is kind of like the point, I guess, of the whole series season right there. Yeah. But I guess where you're coming from, I can see. Because this show is so based in development and mm-hmm. flushing everything out, and they tell it from so many perspectives like you really do get somewhere but it doesn't happen quickly so it's yeah. like the place you want to get you're spending the whole season getting there but that was the same thing in the first season i think also but like the first season everything was new and so with the second mm-hmm. season not as much was new like it yeah. opened up like you know pause And we're back. Sorry, we had to make a cut for We're my dogs, dogs barking. barking. Uh, I don't entirely remember what my sentence was, but I felt because I'm more familiar with the plot or like the characters and everything of season one, while things still happened in season two, I was less focused on keeping track of everybody and all that stuff. Yeah, you so wanted just, more. Yeah, basically. I wanted more. I wanted more like episodes. I liked mm-hmm. the pace of each episode and everything. I just wanted more episodes to like keep it moving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I really liked it. The development of the relationship between Geralt and Siri was cute, very cute. That he's like her dad now. Yeah, but he like kind of doesn't <laughs> want to admit it. They all make fun of him, and he's like, no. The big reveal at the end that Siri's actual dad is the oh, one yes. from the other kingdom that's trying to get her. Yeah. Yeah. That was like literally as he was walking yeah, forward, I, I literally yeah, said, "Oh was my god, that's it. her dad." Yep, I was like, "Oh my god," that's and it's her funny because from the back he has like Lord Farquaad hair. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and so then, uh, yeah, yes. that one was a zinger. I just yeah. wish it would keep going. Yeah, but welcome back. If you skipped for the spoiler, we're here. And then again. other things I've been watching. These are not. I will not go into spoilers. I've started season two of Emily in Paris. Which, I have not started watching it. I was waiting for you because I didn't know if we were watching it together or not. Yeah, the, but if you already started, then I'm going to watch it. Yeah, sorry. I watched it as I was working. Um, yeah, so we watched, we binged season one together. Yes. Um, Brett's parents, especially her dad, really loved it when we commandeered the entire living room to watch Emily in Paris. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All day. My mom watched the second season on her own. Oh. So she, so, so she liked it. Even though they were giving a shit at the time. Yeah, she watched it all on her own. So, mm-hmm. and then I'm also watching season two of Lock and Key. 
I haven't watched fully watched season two yet. I started watching it and I just like. It's hard to get back into. Like it it yeah. was taking me a while to like remember everything, even with their recap. Yeah. My thing is, it's like, I just don't. There is so much other stress that I have in my life right now mm-hmm. that I really don't have the capacity to watch a show where literally everything goes wrong all of all the, time. the time. Yeah, and there's never like a we're happy and things are great. It's like always there is something bad developing, and like the good guys are not, not winning. winning. And I just don't. That's like Outer Banks. I don't mm-hmm. know if anybody else has watched that show, but it, I always, watched the first half of the season. With everything you, that could go wrong it. is going wrong, and I watched that one, but I don't really like have it in me to deal with that stress right now. Yeah, this is a. I feel like this episode may be really short, but this is a golden segue to like the main topic. Yes. So the main topic is why we rewatch things for comfort. So yes. for context, I don't do this. Most of the time, if I watch something, I am not going to rewatch it. The only exception is like old, old shows like Criminal Minds or like Law and Order SVU. Those shows, I could rewatch those episodes. Not a problem. Mm-hmm. But anything like I'm not going to rewatch. Like The Witcher season one or anything. Yeah. Like, I i don't do that. Um, I don't think I would rewatch The Witcher. The Witcher, I think because of what gets revealed and like the fact that you're watching the show to wait for the reveals is what keeps you engaged. Mm-hmm. It's not a show I would rewatch. But I do rewatch shows a lot. Yeah. And movies. I mean, we did talk about your Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, I would watch phase. it over and over and over and over and over again. Yeah. Um, But... A lot of people do this. And I was like, why do we do that? And mm-hmm. very rarely do I ever ask a why question that someone else hasn't already asked and researched. So I found a link on psychology today. Yeah. We'll post the link in the description. The author, if, you know, to give everyone another credit, uh, Jennifer V. Fayard. However you say PhD, that. So Dr. Fayard. Thank mm-hmm. you for the article. You're helping us out. Yeah. Wrote an article about why we do that. Uh-huh. And I'm skipping kind of like towards towards the end. I was thinking the easy listening part. Oh, I'm doing the old shows restoreth my soul part. Oh, and this well, is- she talks about the cognitive load in this part. Okay. You can go. For so it. I'll start this one and then we'll go to that one. Um, so she said that in the last year, most people have experienced a heavier cognitive load than before, which I think relates to my reason why I can't watch Lock and Key right now, which is cognitive load refers to the amount of stress put on our working memory. And during the pandemic, we had to keep up with more information and make more decisions than we normally did. Unfortunately, our working memory is a limited resource. And there comes a point at which we simply cannot deal with anything else, which is like, I just can't, I don't have the cognitive capability to take in any more yeah, to new keep track of anything more. Yeah. Like it's just added stress. Also, you kind of get really engaged in TV shows. And mm-hmm. if it's a stressful situation, you kind of take that on for the yes. moment. And if you're already experiencing a lot of it, you don't have Especially emotional turmoil. What I anymore. can't watch when I'm stressed, moments of social awkwardness where it's so embarrassing, I will literally stop watching sometimes. If like I am not Oh, I'll skip. Like Second I'm like embarrassment I can't, is real. I'm like I can't. I can't watch this happen right now. I'm rewatching. Well, mm-hmm. this isn't really a rewatch. Pretty Little Liars, because I watched the first three episodes when it originally came out in 2011, but I didn't watch the rest of it. Oh, so mm-hmm. it's not really a rewatch, but I'm it's watching something old. I don't feel any cognitive load issues with this because literally it is so juvenile that yes. I'm just like, 
laughing a lot of the time and like, wow, these girls really jumped to conclusions. But there is definitely some secondhand awkward moments where they had like a little singing seg moment and all of these other things. And I was like, skip, 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 skip. Like, I, I cannot. I do not want to watch you serenade this man. I cannot. No. So, but yeah. But so later on the article, what she says, she says there's also some evidence that when we are stressed and overloaded, like in a pandemic, that's mad. <laughs> Watching TV can be restorative. We're so restored, Brett. We're, We're so, so restored. I literally spend so much time watching TV. Specifically, research indicates that watching familiar TV shows has been shown to restore our feelings of self-control after a period of exertion, and also that we tend to prefer familiar shows when we feel depleted. So I feel like that just sums up when you're watching you know, your shows that you've watched before. Mm-hmm. And I don't wa- rewatch old shows, but I do watch shows that are easier to watch, like what you were talking about with Pretty Little Liars. Like, yeah, that don't take a lot of thinking or following. Yes. Then I just, those I'll watch. But it's also why I've been getting a little, I talked about how I've been watching Breaking Bad, and I've had to stop watching Breaking Bad as much because um, it's not, it's getting to the point where I can't just listen to it as much. Like, I there's more like catching looks or seeing clues like on the screen. And so it's kind of been harder for me to keep up with it right now. Yeah. And she says that watching a familiar show helps our brains take a load off. But in addition, we may be intrinsically motivated to watch familiar shows because watching something that we know we already like may serve as its own reward. For anybody who doesn't know what intrinsic motivation is, this is where my my, – I mean, I studied psychology, so – Um, intrinsic motivation is basically like internal motivation. Like Mm -hmm. I'm not motivated by something outside of me. So that's like, I'm motivated to exercise because I want other people to look at me and think I look hot. Right. That's like an extrinsic motivation, Mm -hmm. extrinsic, external, intrinsic, internal, intrinsic motivation is like, I want to start exercising because I want to feel better. Like physically, Mm -hmm. I want to feel more energized. I want to feel like my body can handle a lot of these things. A lot of parents do exercises because they want to be able to like lift their kids yeah, and, and keep like, up with their kids, keep and up stuff. with their kids and stuff. That's like, I want to feel better mm-hmm. to be able to do these things. And that's more of like an intrinsic motivation. So she's saying we're intrinsically motivated to watch familiar shows because it's a reward to ourselves. I it's guess like a reward, like a reward. <laughs> so basically we watch familiar things because there's a comfort in the known. Yeah. And, you're and it not- takes less cognitive, like less mental effort to mm-hmm. watch something when you already know what's going to happen. And you already know the characters mm-hmm. and you're not having to evaluate whether or not you like it. Yeah. So if you think about it, like a lot of the issues that have come up for a lot of people in the pandemic is like major depressive disorder and generalized anxiety disorder have been like severely increased throughout the pandemic like to a point where there's like a whole epidemic for mental health professionals because there's just not enough people in the practice see to see the amount of people who need or want services so if you think about it from those two perspectives i think they say that anxiety is an issue with being stuck in the future and depression is an issue of being stuck in the past and if you're like, I just need something that I know, like I need to know, watch something where I know there's going to be a happy ending, where I know there's going to be something yes. good. That would bring a lot of satisfaction to someone who's stuck in misery of the past 
or, or who's super so afraid, afraid of what's of happening. the unknown in the future. Mm-hmm. So watching something that they already know would bring a lot of comfort. Yeah. And in a pandemic, watching TV is one of the safest things you can do. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, and also, if you think about it, if what you're trying to do is escape something specific, you can't guarantee that you're going to escape that if you're watching something new. Yeah, because you don't know if it's going to catch your attention, if it's going to suck you in enough. Yeah. And you don't know if that thing is going to be brought up. Mm-hmm. So it's like if you're trying to escape the pandemic and you watch something new. Oh, so many shows, shows put the pandemic in it and I don't want it. Yeah. It's like I don't want to watch more about what is actually happening in real life. Like maybe years from now, I'll look back at it and be like, oh, yeah, I remember I was alive during that time and that thing mm-hmm. happened. Like that's what they're referencing. But I really don't want to sit here and watch you talk about it when it's happening. <laughs> yeah. So a show that I think handled it pretty well as best they could. Mm-hmm is the show New Amsterdam. So New Amsterdam is a show about a public hospital in New York, I think. Um, And unbeknownst to them, because, you know, you film ahead, their next season, or their season finale, I think, something, was about a pandemic. And it was supposed to air in March of 2020. Oh, and they they were like... the future. And so they didn't release the season finale. Mm Mm-hmm. And they just released this, like, little clip of the main character being like, hey, here's what happened. We are not going to air that because no one wants to watch it right now. Like, it's not, we're not going to air it. We're not going to show it. However, we introduce a new character that you do need to know. So here are, like, here's a 10-minute video where we've curtailed as much of it out. Yeah. So you know who this character is. And And I think that was smart. And then when they came in with the new season, they did like a 10 minute overview of having them worked through COVID and it started in it like it's now post pandemic world just to like, I think, like honor and show the stress of it. And so it's up. It's involved in the show in like pathways like they're talking about like getting money back in their budgets that they had taken off because of COVID things. But it is like the show does not have COVID anymore. I'm like, that's fine. Like, for a doctor show, I could see why they felt like they couldn't ignore it, but they didn't get super into it. Like, that's fine. Yeah. And it also was, like, in a, like, a 10-minute, sure, I can get through that. And it was not, they weren't talking through it. They were, it was just, like, it was a montage of images to get the stress, the emotion that they went through, and then, boom, new season, nothing happened. Yeah. I think that was smart because people want to get away from it right now. And it's hard if you watch something new. Mm-hmm. To do that, if you watch something you've already seen, there's comfort in it. And Josh and I were saying, we're big rewatchers. Yeah, Josh rewatches Harry Potter every Christmas. And this is the first Christmas where I watched rewatched all of them with him. Yeah. Um, there was something else I was thinking about rewatching, but I can't remember what is. Well, Stranger Things. Oh, yeah, so what Josh does is before each season of Stranger Things comes out, he binges all the previous ones. Mm-hmm. So it's fresh in his brain. He's yeah. got it. Yeah, one of my my big comfort movies are the Studio Ghibli movies. Howl's mm-hmm. Moving Castle, Spirited Away. Like, those are the two big ones. Um, this isn't Studio Ghibli, but a new one is Kimi no Nawa, which is, I can't remember who the artist is for that, but it's Your Name. I made you mm-hmm. guys watch it. Yep. I'll rewatch that one, too. That one's a good one. Just because, like, I just, the it's aesthetically pleasing. The animation is really nice. The music, especially in Spirited Away and How's Moving Castle, 
is nice and calming nice. and I just love it. And so if I'm like <laughs> having a really bad time, when I'm sick, we could just I'll watch hear Howl's the Castle. relief. When you hear like the music is nice. It's just <laughs> nice. I just love it. But yeah, so if you're ever wondering why we rewatch things, it's a thing. Mm-hmm. I, was, I don't, but I do get it. I just. Mm-hmm. There is a real cognitive, like psychological reason why you do it. And it's not just because you're obsessive and you rewatch things over and over and mm-hmm. over. It's like there is sort of, you know, a your benefit. cognitive load. Yeah. That was your psychology lesson for today about intrinsic motivation and cognitive load. <laughs> yeah. And if you just are rewatching something over and over again and you've noticed you're doing it more recently, now you maybe have a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Make us part of your rewatch. Yep. Re-listen to us. <laughs> however, remember everything we said is not a professional opinion of Brett's part at all. Yeah. This is no. just this is just off the top off the cuff. Mm-hmm. We are socially just chit-chatting. Yeah. And I try to explain what I understand, but that doesn't mean that I always explain it the best. There's a reason I'm not a teacher. <laughs> I'm not trying to teach you psychology terms. And all of those things because I'm not good at it. I can understand it and I can apply it. I'm not that great at teaching other people those things or like explaining it well. So if it didn't make sense to you, I'm sorry. I tried my best. If I explained it and it was kind of wrong, sorry. (laughs) We made it through. Go look it up and you'll get more information. We'll link the Psychology Today article. It's pretty short. It's a pretty easy read. Yeah. So you can look at it if if it really gets, you're like, dang, this Mm -hmm. is really interesting to me. You can read it. It's very digestible. But- Like we said in the last one, go interact with us on our socials. We would really love to have you and see you and for you to be more than just a location on our analytics. You can find us on Instagram, Uh, TikTok. Yeah. For some reason, Twitter popped in my head. I was like, we actually don't have a Twitter. We don't have a Twitter. Maybe one day, but I don't know what we would say on there. Yeah. Anyway, it's aimless underscore and underscore arbitrary Arbitrary. on all socials. Or if you just type in aimless and arbitrary, we should show up. Yep. We'll pop up. Yeah. Oddly enough, people didn't want this name. Weird. Weird. <laughs> uh, leave us a review on Spotify or mm-hmm. Apple Podcasts because yep. you can do that now. And also, don't forget the golden compromise. If you're going to give us, if you're going to hate on us, go five for Five stars. It. Five stars. That's the golden compromise. Yeah. We'll accept it. If you want to hate on us, give us five stars. Yeah. If you have a just general, you know, nice criticism where you're being kind letting us know then you can uh, give us a real rating then you can give us a real rating but if you just want to hate on us go for it five stars yep if you want to be a dick just give us five stars and we'll accept it mm-hmm. but that was it for this episode yeah so i hope you know everyone has a good day night evening yeah whenever we'll see you next week or we'll talk to you next week because we're not a visual podcast whatever yep bye, bye. bye.